The Black and White Network now proudly presents Moms Across America, a new program where women can speak their minds openly and freely without fear of reprisal. Moms Across America is about the issues of the day confronting America from a mom's point of view. And now, here are the moms. Inflation for most people is causing them to use their credit cards to try and make up for income shortfalls. How big is this problem? In the second quarter of 2022, Americans added $46 billion to their credit card balances. Some of that could be you. The Federal Reserve Consumer Credit Report showed that the rate of interest on credit cards went from 14.56 to 16.65%. Those Americans struggling with credit card debt saw their delinquency rates escalate from 1.66% to 1.81%. The Cambridge Debt Consolidation program may be able to help you reduce the interest rates by two-thirds and cut your time to pay off the debt from 30 years to as little as five years. If you're struggling and you want professional and objective help getting your credit house in order, then call 1-855-435-2066 or... America, this is our Christmas special show. We've got Samantha Goldberg and Vicki Tonkins here with me, Kathleen Fitzgerald, and welcome to the show. How's everybody doing today? We're doing great, Kathleen. Thanks for asking. Good. So the show today, we decided that we would talk about um, how to prepare for 2023, the new year. Uh, if you want advice, just stay tuned because we're going to give you a lot of good advice about how to prepare for next year. You know what? This is so stupid. I just gonna stop. I just gonna stop this. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not doing this. This is crap. Okay, ready? <laughs> okay. This is the real start. And we do. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to Moms Across America. I'm Kathleen Fitzgerald with co-host Samantha Goldberg and Vicki Tonkins. Welcome to our Christmas show. Samantha, we were talking earlier. How are you preparing for 2023? And then Vicki, I'd like you to weigh in on that as well. Well, happy holidays, Kathleen. Thank you for asking about the holidays and just getting ready here. And uh, we were just talking earlier um, and I've been planning for this for a while to, you know, we have a lot of people coming to our homes for the holidays and uh, you know, sometimes things can happen things can happen in your home. You know, electricity can go out. You can run out of food. It happens. I've gotten yelled at from my family for this in the past. So <laughs> But I, I've gotten really yelled at because I don't have enough food. Uh, and so this year, my thoughts, obviously, with, uh, you know, the economy and, and, and prices that are raising at the grocery stores to regular stores, I think just the supply and demand in general. Um, what I've been doing is, um, and I've been and preparing uh, for the last, actually, the last couple months, as I've watched inflation kind of happen here, or pre-inflation, if you call it. Um, and that is, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you a funny story. I, I went to the grocery store, I buy Quaker oatmeal, you know, the instant ones where you throw it into the bowl. And um, I've been eating it for years since I was a kid. And everybody knows that. <laughs> Everyone knows about Quaker. Anyway, um, I decided at that time of year, and even though I'm in Florida, I thought, you know, 
I'm going to buy myself some. It's that time of year. And I saw the price, which used to be like six, or I'm sorry, $2 and 68 cents. And uh, wanted to buy one. It was $5, you guys, $5. I thought to myself, okay, so I'm not going to be without Quaker oatmeal. Then I thought, oh, you know, I'll look at the generic version because everybody knows in the consumer world that most major brands, white label, their things so they can sell it to grocery food chains under their name. Um, there's all kinds of chains that do it. Um, and then I saw a sign, which is basically, you know, buy one, get one free. So it brought my price down to 250 a box. So I ended up buying two boxes. What I found myself doing at that time was buying four boxes, not because I'm a hoarder, um, and more so because I realized that the only way um, we're going to get through these types of things. Um, is to really plan ahead. So plan ahead being smart, meaning, okay, what items can I do for a long period of time that will allow me to not have to spend prime dollar for it because we don't know what's happening to our dollar currently um, and, and to stock up. So I found myself doing it a lot with canned goods, number one. Um, and canned goods can be bought at the dollar tree, believe it or not. They sometimes sell like two cans for $1.25 because their price went from a dollar to a dollar twenty-five now, plus tax. Um, mm -hmm. you can go to all kinds of uh, uh you know odds and ends shops uh where they just sell it, you know, like the Dollar Tree family dollar. They have all kinds of stores like that. But uh, that would be some great advice for people to start planning ahead for 2023 because all of these items especially if they're not made here in the United States and, and very rarely you'll find canned goods that are not, you know, made here in the United States, especially out of China. Um, if you're a, a sole American, like I am, um, you will search for those labels. And I will tell you that those dollar stores, they tend to buy things from a lot of the local companies that we are around in our areas or in the United States in general. So you're actually putting money back into our country, which also is a, is a bonus when you talk about inflation. So think about the items that you go through quite a bit and start stocking up on those. They say uh, in our circumstance, um, you know, 30 to 60 days is a good amount to have on hand. Um, I know a lot of people have prepped for, you know, six months worth of food just in case, God forbid, you know, prices go high and we need to um, adjust to that. Um, obviously, you know, um, meat is very important. There are canned goods that actually have meat that are good till 2025. And those are, again, items that you can keep for a long period of time um, in your garage somewhere uh, and make sure you're prepared. So it's not just the, the food items, but the other items on top, such as like puck lights. Puck lights with remote, meaning those lights that have the LEDs that you put the battery on and they kind of stick to the ceiling and you press a remote. When I was going through Hurricane Ian out here, um, that was all I had to survive, you guys. And so when I went to the store, I realized that there's a lot of USB and battery operated items that we would need during a power outage or, or storm or anything of that nature. Um, and these things are sold at camping stores, at office supply stores, uh, even the dollar stores. I got my puck lights for $1.25 and they were sold for $10 everywhere else. So I really uh, did quite a supply on that. Um, they have batteries there, packages, which are a dollar. They may be a Panasonic brand, but they're emergency just in case. 
Um, you never know with, you know, what batteries are going to work best with the devices that we have that can be USB or batteries. So um, these are just some of the things that I'm doing to prepare because um, I am noticing the price uh, increasing. Um, you know, water is also something else that you should always keep around because those prices are going to keep going up as well. And um, believe it or not, office stores, Staples, Office Max, uh, even Home Depot, um, they all sell cases of water for like $4.99, $3.99. And, um, you know, they allow you to take out larger quantities now because we don't have any major issues. But, you know, water in a a regulated space like a garage where it stays cold um, is is going to be great for for people to prepare for because you need water for a lot of things. Um, and so, you know, just those few items, like I said, if I survived that hurricane with no electricity and no water with those particular items. Um, oh, and the Brita filters, those big giant ones that you can just continuously fill the faucet. You know, you can make your own gallons that way if you don't have the money to buy the larger ones. Um, and just use an empty milk container. But, you know, these are just some of the things you to prepare for, you know, possible things. And if you're having people staying at your house more than, you know, just your family, you're going to want extra items too. Because again, um, if we lose electricity, if any of those things happen, you'll be prepared to be able to feed people, um, at least through that inconvenience. Those are all, that's all really incredible, important information. Thank you for all of that, Samantha. Yeah, so Vicki, what are you doing to prepare um, for next year, 2023? And um, do you have any different spending habits that you're doing in order to make sure, you know, your family's got a good supply and stocked up? Well, I'm part of a group who ha have been preparing for a lot of things over the last six months actively, but over a year we've been talking about it. Um, we're putting a lot of things in place around our community that's going to help just more than ourselves, but actually our neighbors our, and community people. So we've been preparing in that way and working together in that way. But also when Samantha was talking about the dollar you know, dollar twenty-five store now, but still hmm. called the Dollar Tree. Um, one of the things also to look into are the um, solar lights, um, because you can set those out, let the sun do its job in uh, getting those all charged up for you, and you can actually use them in your home if you need to, uh, because if you're out of power, you bring one of those in, and it's going to light up your home for you because it stored all the 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 solar uh, energy into those into those uh, solar lights. So that's something that people can think about. And I got to tell you, I go into Dollar Tree because I, I I'm a crafter, so I really like to craft things and create things for my home. Um, one of the things that I have noticed is what Samantha was talking about is going um, to their canned goods and different things like that they have name brand products. These are not some throw offs that, you know, you're going to see name brand products there and, um, you know, a dollar 25 and you never know what's going to go on sale, you know, after the holidays or whatnot. So there's so many things that you can find, like you were saying, I haven't been to the family dollar. I was planning to go check them out, but they have some of the same things that you're going to see in your major grocery stores. And they're a lot less. You know, so that's a way to prepare as well. I know I watch um, different YouTube videos of people who uh, talk about preparedness. 
uh, I would suggest you going out and researching that on YouTube to see what what other people are saying. But um, you know, it's just so many different things that you can do: blankets, candles, things that will light your home, uh, things that will warm you. Those different things that you can have on hand to be be prepared. And 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 you think about these things, but many times most of us do nothing. You know, we think about, we're, oh yeah, we have blankets. Oh yeah, we have batteries. Oh yeah, we have candles. Well, are you going to be able to get your hands on them when you need them? Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things you can do is have a, um, a central location of where you will have those flashlights, where you will have those batteries, where you will have those sort of things that you can get to quickly if necessary. Um, it's just practical stuff. I think we all have that in our minds, but it's the preparing of it. Make it it's like when you're have if you're gonna have a baby, you don't wait to the due date to decide to pack your bag and get ready to go to the hospital. You are preparing ahead of time. So you're packing that bag, you have it ready to go. Um, because what if the baby comes early? You're prepared. All you have to do is pick up that suitcase and go straight to the hospital. So it's things like that that we have to just prepare. Just put it in a certain location and you know as soon as something happens, you can go straight to it and it's right there. That's one of the things that we have done here in our home. We know where everything is. We know what's there. We can go grab it. Uh, And water, like you were saying, Samantha, is huge because you don't realize (laughs) you know what it's like to go without power and you don't but you don't realize how much you depend on power. Until you have to go, oh, wait a minute, I, I, you go to the light switch and you're like, oh, the light's not working. You know, so having those things prepared is really important. And water, you can survive without a lot of things, but you need water. And, uh, you know, so one of the things I know, some people I know have one of those um, Primo, not Primo, maybe it's Primo coolers where they have the big five gallon bottles of water that they can put in there and have that. That's something that uh, people have considered doing. Uh, We had that years ago, you know, when you didn't have the water coming out of your refrigerator. Well, if you have no power, you're not going to get water out of your refrigerator. (laughs) So um, something having those those water bottles, the big ones, the small ones, anything you can think of, you've that's got to be, I think, um, a priority. How are you going to bathe? How are you going to flush the toilet? You know, so many things that you have to think about like that, Uh, things that you can make on your own that you can have prepared, you know, from medications to your vitamins, all those things that you need to keep your strength, you know, getting prepared for those. Um, It's just so many things that you can do that you you do on a daily basis. Make sure everything that you want to do on a daily you have prepared to go. So that's that's one of the biggest things is just think practically and um, help each other. I think that's really important. Well, ladies, I think these are amazing tips for everybody, especially moms who are trying to keep their families strong through these uh, difficult times. So Moms of Christ America, we're gonna take a quick break and uh, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. We are Americans, male and female, from many races and cultures from all over the world. 
One thing above all else is we are patriots who protect our nation and defend, when necessary, our Constitution from attacks both foreign and domestic. Today, as American patriots, we must take back our country from those who want to destroy it and us. We must start by taking back our children and their education. Parents, not union, should be in charge of our children's education. We must be sure that they are taught about the greatness of America and its people. Our children should not be indoctrinated with the belief that parents are racist and are evil and trying to destroy the world. As patriots, we must take back our country from foreign nations who want to destroy us and our way of life. Yes, as patriots, we want America to be first. We want an open and fair trade policy, energy independence, safe cities, and secure borders where we can grow and prosper as a nation of free people. Become an American patriot. Help take back America by voting Republican in the November 8th election. Welcome back to the second half of Moms Across America. So I just want to start out saying that I can not have enough bullets or beef. (laughs) Uh, And and I think that prepping and and being ready is, is very important. Now, let me just add this. My mom passed away and uh, my stepdad passed away. And, you know, you got to go in and clean their stuff out. And she, they had a lot of prepping stuff. They had some freeze-dried coffee, found coffee cans of freeze-dried foods. Uh, She had cases of tuna before 9-11. And I'm still, we're eating that tuna from from pre-Fukushima tuna, okay? This is like primo stuff. And so um, I think it's very, very important because my mom was like this and my grandma, uh, I was raised canning, hunting, fishing. So I have that knowledge and I do apply it. However, I don't really hunt anymore, but I could, uh, you know, I could go out and get meat and and feed people that way, you know, because I'm pretty hardy in that area. I was raised that way. Now, ladies, do you think all of this is like overkill? Do you think that we are uh, too concerned about prepping? I mean, obviously my mom was, and she passed away and handed it to me, of course, because I was like, oh, I want that. You know, and then when I was like getting it, people were like, maybe I should have some of that. And I'm like, well, okay, here's a can, but I'm taking it, you know. So I was like in this hoarding mode in a way. But do you think that we are a little bit overkill and that people shouldn't be as worried? I don't think so. I, in fact, I, I wish I had been more prepared. I wish I had more things prepared. Uh, and I'm continuing to do that. However, you know, it takes time. It takes time, you know, because you have to have the monies to be able to prepare for different things. And I'm not I'm not saying everyone has to go out and get that pre-prepared food like um, uh, like the military, you know, type food that a lot of these organizations. <laughs> so I think they're great. I think they're great. But everybody can't afford that. Right. Yeah. But you can afford a bag of rice, a bag of beans. You know, when you go to the grocery store and you you pull those things off the shelf, that's some that's something that I mean, what a dollar, you know, for a, a pack of pinto beans or black beans or whatever. 
So I don't think it's overkill. I would rather have a six month supply of something that I know I'm going to need on a daily than to have nothing when the crisis, when a crisis does come. Hey, say, hopefully a crisis will not happen. Hopefully we will not even go down that road, but we don't know. And so I would rather be prepared, over prepared than not prepared at all. Agreed. How about you, Samantha? You um, think this is overkill for us? I don't think it's overkill for us. And I, I agree with both of you. Um, I, you know, listen, it seems like uh, many of us have either grown through, uh, grown up rather, um, with family that went through the Great Depression, that understand the Great Depression, that understand um, maybe they came from another country and they had to live very meekly. Um, I think that, you know, from learning all these things from my family, uh, with friends, uh, just, you know, watching the market in general, realizing how smart they were. My, my grandmother is, you know, going to, she's 99 this month. So um, actually her, her birthday is the 22nd. So it's, uh, that's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. tomorrow. And she's still here. Um, and she did prep, you know, prepare. Um, they they came out, you know, uh, uh, right after the Holocaust with the Great Depression. And um, mm. back then they had basements and such. So, you know, she would go to the grocery store. If carrots were on sale, it wouldn't be just one bag. It would be 10 bags. If cereal was on sale, it wouldn't be just one box. It would be 10 boxes. Um Back in those days, you know, the family of three, and um, I mean, they 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 did they did okay, you know, uh, during the depression. It obviously hurt everybody in their neighborhood, but they were prepared. And I remember watching my mother as a young child, you know, when she was taking care of my sister and myself. Um, while she had the money, she uh, ended up, you know, buying things in large quantity all the time because it would help her save in the end, and so. Through generation, through generation, through generation, um, I find myself doing exactly the same. Um, it's something that I started actually a couple of years ago. And, um, you know, the fact that I just, you know, moved out to my getaway in Florida and went through the hurricane, um, I learned about something called the hurricane bucket. The hurricane bucket's been around for a long time, what they call a bug out bag. Um, I've learned so much in the last year. And uh, I think that people are preparing all over the place. So yeah. no, I think it is smart. I think that it's financially smart, mentally smart, um, stability smart. It keeps you knowing in the back of your mind that, you know, if these things happen, hey, you know, we will, we will be okay. We'll be able to get through this. Um, and here's why. And if we look back at people that have, you know, been through generation through generation, they did exactly the same thing. They bought extra wood, they bought extra butane, propane, um, all the items that we're talking about today. So, you know, again, to your question, overkill. No, I think we haven't even touched on the subject. And I think our moms across America would love a day to learn what do you really prep for? What's an overkill and what do you need? And I think that's something that we should definitely talk about as we go into the new year, because it will be very helpful to know what are the items that you actually need, just like Vicki had said, in a place that you can grab or go to immediately during a, an emergency of sorts. I think that that's a very smart bit of advice. Yeah. 
ladies, yeah, I think we're all on the same um, mindset here. We want to instill this in Moms Across America that, you know, if you don't have a lot of funds, you can look at the things that you do use on a regular basis and try to buy, like two ladies are saying, you know, an extra or buy some batteries or anything. Like every time I go, I, for the longest time, I would go to a sportsman's warehouse and get, you know, ammo. So <laughs> ammo, is, ammo is important. I used to think that's something that our government's starting to, everybody knows this, um, you know, they're going to start talking about taking away our weapons or illegal issues. And, you know, we've had things with the issues with people over the border and then bringing more ammunition here. Um, so we're seeing a lot more you know, street crime. However, there is a benefit for all of us to take advantage of those things that are here because, um, again, during an emergency, uh, those are not items you're going to be able to find readily and easily. It's just one of those things you just got to keep there and, you know, safely stored away. Um, one thing I, I did want to mention for those of you who buy in large quantities, you know, um, I go to specialty grocery stores like the Hispanic market, the Asian market, um, and I can buy big, giant things of rice and beans and things for a lot less than at the grocery stores. Like I found that to be helpful or, you know, like going to like a Sam's Club or Costco in larger departments, um, those things last for years um, and you just find a cool place for them to be. You put them in a crate and you label it. I and mean, that's, you know, you're prepared. Rice and beans, if that's the worst thing you can have, people survive. Yeah, in that's right. Rice and beans. <laughs> so rice you know, and beans. It's, uh, it's protein, it's carbs, it's sugars, it's, you know, um, if that's all you can afford to buy in large quantity, at least you have something to be prepared for. So, you know, we've given you some great pointers on the show today. Um, obviously, this is something we would love to share with you in more detail. And it's not that we're nuts or we're doing an overkill. We're just sharing with you things that passed uh, multiple uh, generations of our families that have done this. Um, and we're very smart in doing so. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Well, you know, everybody, Moms Across America is very committed to sharing our experiences with you to help you uh, in any way that we can. So we want to offer um, happy holidays to you and that we want you to all be safe and healthy. And my advice is to be very selective about where your children are going and what they're doing and what they're eating and, and all that stuff is they're our, they're our future. And so with that, I'd like the ladies, uh, Samantha and Vicki, just to give us, um, we've got about three minutes, your final happy holidays, uh, good riddance, <laughs> not good riddance, <laughs> happy, good riddance, no. happy holidays. Um, so your final messages, ladies, and then. Well, I guess for me, um, you know, Christmas is right around the corner, four days away. So I just want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. And I hope you will um, take some time to remember the real reason for the season, you know, the birth of Christ. So uh, I hope you will have a wonderful time with your families. Uh, I plan, uh, you know, we've already celebrated with our son who was here in town uh, Christmas and seen our 
you know, grandbabies open up their gifts was, was a lot of fun. They're so cute. And um, so I wish you a Merry Christmas. Uh, Happy New Year. Um, I think Kathleen was thinking of old anxiety. <laughs> So we're look for, looking forward to uh, 2023. I don't know if we're going to do a show next week or not, but I'm looking forward to 2023 and, um, you know, just our show, just really being on point and really keeping you guys uh, aware and abreast of what's happening, not only in our, our little cities where we live, but also in our nation. So I, I pray God's blessings on all of you. That was nice, Vicki. <laughs> well, um, for me, um, I'm, I'm taking this holidays. I'm actually uh, in a new place in Florida. And uh, so it's going to be a different Christmas for me. Just uh, the, my boyfriend and myself. And uh, it's been very interesting, to say the least, <laughs> my journey here. <laughs> yeah. But I will say this, as I reflect on the last year, I, I feel extremely blessed and thankful that I've met such amazing ladies, especially on the show, um, people that I can call my friends, not just my co-hosts. And Dan, um, you know, it's... Uh, I've met some very quality people in my life this year. And so I find myself just extremely gracious, great, grateful um, for this holiday and finding myself in a, in a state of forgiveness for the stupidity in this world. <laughs> and I say that very gently, but I think we can all agree. Yes. Uh, I forgive people for not understanding or for maybe judging other people because they have different beliefs than they do. And I would just like to commend uh, the women that are watching our show, the Americans or other people that are watching our show um, for giving us an opportunity to express our points of view, express important things from guests that we have on the show. Um, we are just trying to help each other and one another, especially with our children and our moms. We're a team. And we were trying to work together with everyone. And I think that's fantastic. So I just wish everyone well for the holidays. I wish no drama. Um, I wish acceptance um, and that you're able to just be around the people that you care about, because that's what the holiday season is about, is having these great memories that you get to go through year after year, remembering and keeping dear to your heart. And so I wish all of you, um, including um, co-hosts and everyone on the show, a very happy holiday in hopes that next year will be a more positive and more impactful year for all of us. Um, and uh, thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Take us out because we love when you say it. <laughs> well, just like Samantha and, and, and Kathleen have said, I appreciate you ladies. It's been an amazing year. Uh, we, we thank you moms across America for joining us. Cause there's so many other things that you could be doing with your time, but thank you for tuning in and listening to us. And remember moms across America, you are America and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today. And we'd like to hear your comments or questions. 
So go to bwradionetwork.com. That's bwradionetwork.com. And give us your questions or comments. And thanks for joining us today.